0: Hello, hello, Norman here from Podlovers Asia, bringing you the latest in Asian podcast industry news, trends, and basically everything podcasting related. In this episode, I just want to give a quick update as to what Podlovers Asia will be focusing on come 2020 when it comes to what countries to cover in the pipeline a brand overhaul, and the Public Accountability Board. All this stemming from the rise in Asia's podcast industry. Let's get right into it. Covering the Asian podcasting scene. <laughs> Ever since the start of the show, we've had quite a few interesting things happening on Asia side. We've had the Asia Podcast Summit Uh, Finishing up with the Asia Podcast Awards, uh, bringing all kinds of experts uh, throughout the entire podcast production chain uh, from different countries. So from India, from Philippines, from Malaysia, Singapore, and even insights from sponsors and other podcast companies. So we've had one speaker from CastBox as well coming in to talk about uh, the market. It's things like that that make me quite hopeful. As to the market uh, in terms of the Asian podcasting scene to be quite bullish, all this activity has been on the rise and all these thought leaders popping up, partnerships are being brought up as well. Uh, What with the recent uh, Wushka partnerships with a few companies here in Malaysia, broadcast companies and marketing agencies. So it's quite interesting uh, to follow all of this. I myself currently have a good idea of how Malaysia and Singapore are doing, and it's nice to see that there will be more and more plans coming up in the future for these two respective countries. So for Pot Lovers Asia, the ones in the pipeline coming up, aka the countries that I will try my best to cover uh, for 2020, will be India, reaching out to winners of the Asia Podcast Awards, as well as speakers to you know, get their take on what is happening in India. Um, Hong Kong as well for the same reasons. And Japan. I have someone in mind I would love to reach out to for a chat on this. And potentially South Korea. It's exciting um, to get a general update on each of the countries because there are a few barriers that may come up from trying to enter a market. Or if you are someone looking from the outside and you want to get in, maybe you want to have a better idea of what is happening in that local market specifically. So having a few inns and having a great network, a network of people who are willing to participate, to contribute to the scene is fantastic. And I am excited to cover all of it uh, from this point on. Although those are the countries that I'm planning to uh, cover uh, in the pipeline, the countries to map out next are... Definitely, Philippines, Indonesia, and Thailand. Pretty much in that order uh, due to my multilingual skills lacking uh, when it comes to Asian languages. (laughs) Sadly, I don't know enough Tagalog or Bahasa Indonesia or Thai to be able to tap into the entire space. But here is to figuring that out anyways. There are a few English-speaking Filipino Facebook groups for podcasting uh, that I would love to join. And I will reach out to them very soon. Indonesia, I believe there is one large network there, KBR Prime, I believe. We'll have to get their take on the space and to shed light on what is happening in Jakarta or throughout Indonesia in terms of podcasting. I've noticed that there are quite a few SoundCloud uh, podcasters there. In terms of networks, there is KBR Prime and there could be way more, but we shall see. Now, some lessons I've learned from running the show, reviewing season one, Firstly, finding guests is very time consuming. Figuring out who is active in each country is also another issue I am facing. So yes, it is a matter of outreach and, you know, uh, getting amazing relationships, which I, I don't mind doing. I love doing it. Um, but it is, like I said, time consuming and to be able to juggle this with other aspects of the show like content creation uh, mapping out certain episodes uh, as well as social media marketing and all that uh, can prove to be quite difficult so i hope to be able to uh, implement a proper efficient workflow for this i have a few lists where i can tap into to reach out and chat with people but i haven't had the time to do so it sounds like an excuse but with the community and directory i am building for PodLovers asia as well it's quite a full plate but i will explore that or well i'll explain that uh later not only do i have to streamline my guest workflow to spend less time being frozen on what to do i would also love to improve my interviewing skills uh, actually taking more time to talk to the guests themselves to be able to humanize them uh, in conversation to provide insight uh, from their point of view on the topic at hand Uh, for example hearing about the founder's decisions to you know enter a market or how do they think about this issue? How do they think about that issue? Uh, what do they see in the Asian podcasting scene? What do they find positive? What do they find negative? It's things like that. Um, things that allow us to create an impression of the highlighted guest in question in terms of how they view the industry. It's golden nuggets like that, that I really want to find out. I will probably need to take a course on interviewing or something. <laughs> Another point is, if audio quality is bad, then I cannot use the episode, hands down. There was an episode that I released recently, I tried to save it, I did release it, but I've already had a comment that it was hard to listen to, case in point, it is uh, the Araminta uh, interview. Uh, By the time you're listening to this episode that's already out, that episode will already be taken down. Definitely reaching out to Araminta, let's have a chat soon in the next month or two, and uh, to see how you're doing uh, all the way here in Malaysia. Another point as well, I'm still figuring out the extent of which show notes would be effective and good, balancing the amount of time taken versus the amount of value I can provide. There are different formats, of course, timestamps and specific points of information and or uh, one-sentence summaries of the different sections of the episode. But some shows do transcripts, which are amazing. But they take quite some time to get cleaned, so it's best to go for specific points uh, instead of you know, transcribing the entire thing. I would love to have transcriptions for everything. Uh, well, one-man show, very, very difficult. <laughs> but the great thing is, in terms of lessons, people love to chat, or to be interviewed rather. There is this certain energy that comes from the result of reaching out to someone for a talk, chatting with them about what they're passionate about, their show, their mission, their company which I like to call the uh, professional baby since, you know, it is something that you're growing and you're pouring all of your heart and effort into. People love to chat about that. People love to talk about themselves. So it's more about asking the right questions. And the next point on that is unconventional questions work the best. I'm currently building a bank of questions that are helping me out with this and having these questions in mind help with bringing out interesting answers. It adds more humanity to the conversation as pointed out before as opposed to just a standard q a doing the show not only helps me with my interview skills but also my conversational skills as well in real life i really want to have a library of questions in the future which would be amazing another point in doing the show is that people really do get the value of this i love introducing myself as someone on a mission to map out the asian podcasting space it's unheard of it sounds really difficult etc But I feel I've already mapped out Malaysia's, I'm on the way for Singapore's, and I'll be tapping into more and more countries over time. Sharing my journey, background, and abilities makes people interested in following it. They see the value. I guess this is becoming a little bit personal, but it makes me feel like I'm doing something right. Because that's the best kind of work to do, right? The right work, work that serves a greater mission. And the last point is, I've taken my love for podcasting and turned it into something that's potentially viable. So it is exciting to keep going on on this journey. Now on to Podlovers Asia, the brand itself, the other parts of it, I mean. For the website, I'll be adding more categories to it. It won't be just the show and news, specifically in terms of more content on podcasting. I will be writing it out there, probably in audio form as well. I've got a few posts lined up on marketing, growing, advertising, privacy, country-specific news, how to start your podcast, uh, what how to name it, much more, and would love to get your feedback once these posts are up. Of course, there will also be an audio format on this same show, so it's just a matter of scheduling when the interviews come out, on which day, most likely Friday, and when do the audio episodes come out, which will most likely be Wednesday, so yeah public accountability, you know. <laughs> Speaking of public accountability, I am releasing something new, or I'm announcing something new, rather. Next is the Pot Lovers Accountability Board. It's essentially a roadmap of the things I'm trying to build over the next year. Scratch that, I will be building over the next year. So far, the things on it consist of, one, building a community. I've already made the base, now it's a matter of getting people in. Two, building a directory same thing here i've made the base and have a few data points to start populating it i'm just finding the plugin a bit finicky uh, difficult to navigate but uh, we'll get over that soon and the third is to build a newsletter still need to set that up i know mailing lists are extremely important i've just been having trouble with that personally because i run uh, other things as well so is it worth it running multiple mailing lists that is a question for another time. There's also finalizing the social media presence, which is always a tedious thing. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all that jazz. I have plenty more ideas coming in as well. It's ideas bounced around there. Uh, They're not confirmed yet, like state of industry reports, uh, project boards for writers and podcasters, a country dashboard, or an Asia dashboard for more technical news and updates. I'm sure an Asia dashboard would be very useful for companies who want to get an idea of what is happening in Asia at least in terms of which countries like what kind of activity has been happening in each country. Uh, so to be able to build a dashboard for that would be awesome. All these ideas sound great, but I have to get the important ones first, which are you know the ones mentioned in the beginning and also webinars. I would love to get into webinars. Uh, more often. let me know what kind of webinars would you be interested uh, in joining. You can always reach out to me at norm at for suggestions and all. The idea of webinars started when I was handling moderation and Q and a sessions with the experts during the Asia podcast Summit and I realized that that kind of high energy uh, management works really well for me. I found my forte, which is pretty awesome. So I want to try to do that consistently. Can I do a webinar once a month or even once every two weeks or maybe once a week? We'll never know. <laughs> anyway, for all of this, you can find it here at bit.ly slash Bit.ly slash I will be posting this link in the show notes below for this episode. Now, why am I doing this? Because I am an blogger thank you, Gretchen Rubin, I need a second set of eyes to watch over me so that I can do a good job or at least hold some sort of external accountability because with external accountability, I feel that I can thrive better. The level of transparency is nice as well, personally. I've seen this in other companies as well for them to show their roadmap in public. It's a nice touch. So I would love to emulate that for myself. If you have any suggestions on the accountability board and more, what else should I focus on? Potential topics for posts, episodes, etc. Feedback, uh, you can tweet at me, at Normancella or at the official Twitter account, at potloversAsia. Asia. I've been most active on Twitter lately. It's awesome once you get the hang of it. So just message me there, or just tag me in something. And last thing, you may have noticed that there is a slight brand overhaul. You might have noticed the uh, the chicken, which is the official Podlovers Asia brand logo. In the beginning, I've had a placeholder image for my show. And now it's alive. It's a freaking chicken. <laughs> we have a mascot. Whoop! But yeah, going away from the standard Mike plus show name trope, I wanted to put a face to my efforts. After having a good chat with Kush Kandawal, whom if you had followed, you might know him from episode 3, talking about design in podcasting. I will link it in the show notes. I commissioned for a chicken from him, and here we go. He's wearing headphones. It's pretty adorable, honestly. He has a name, but I'm not ready to disclose that. Uh, Maybe in the future. (laughs) What's coming up next? Potlovers Asia will be attending Splice Beta 2020. It's an upcoming media conference held in Chiang Mai, Thailand, organized by the guys at Splice Media. Amazing people. Shout outs to Alan. You're awesome. Not only are they covering different business models for media companies, alternative forms of journalism and media consumption, there will be a section on podcasts. And you know, if it's an event about podcasting based in Asia, I am going. <laughs> I will be present there. Say hi if you see me. You should have like a secret code word. Like if you see me in person and you listen to the show, something like, I like fried chicken. And then if you say that to me, I'm going to be, my mind's going to be so blown. Some notable names I would love to meet there. uh, Puma Podcasts, who are from the Philippines, I believe. A team of journalists who are covering a wide variety of shows. So I'd love to meet them there. Uh, Google, if they're going to talk about Google Podcasts. And CastBox, I would love to hear their thoughts on the Asian scene again. So to prepare for that, on the third week of February, I got to double down on this accountability board to present something cool. <laughs> now, question for you. Is there anything I should focus on in podcasting? In Asia or around the world, a specific topic or issue or a different format I should pursue? Any awesome people I should have a chat with? Let me know by tweeting at Norman Chela or at PodloversAsia. You can find my handles and links in the show notes or send an email to norm at potloversasia.com That's N-O-R-M at potloversasia.com I want to help you. And if that means bringing the conversation to your ears and finding the most interesting side of a notable figure or podcaster, then I'll do it. It's been fun so far and I'm sure it'll be much more fun throughout the years. Take care. And I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. The theme song is Hot Swing by Kevin McLeod of Incompetent.com